Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Film Focus, episode 153, the review for Black Adam. Another episode of Film Focus. I am your host, The Hyper 155, and I'm glad you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion. And today, after a good while of no film reviews, I'm finally back to give you a new one in the form of Black Adam. Now, I honestly have this weird thing with Black Adam in terms of my anticipation and interest. I went from being initially pretty hyped to see the film from that first teaser trailer that debuted, I think, at DC Fandom last year, to the subsequent trailers not really doing it for me, but being more interested in seeing what the film would turn out like tonally, but also seeing what the Justice Society would be like, especially seeing a live-action version of Dr. Fate. And then, after a while, I'm just like, yeah, the, the, the latest trailer, like the last one that showed up before the, you know, the film's release, I was like, it's not really doing it for me. And then I heard some of the reviews online were, okay to pretty scathing although there were certain people that said that the critics got it like you know wrong in terms of how much they were like dogpiling on the film so i gave it a few extra days and then decided you know what screw it i watched it last night and i had a pretty decent time with it now i will say it doesn't reinvent the wheel which most superhero films really can't these days because there's only so many different directions you can go with this kind of material However, I don't think it's the dumpster fire that some people are making it out to be. Some people say it's another dud for the DCEU, which has now been rebranded as the DCU. But the point is, this is not a terrible film. I think it is a perfectly fine film that has its moments where I'm having fun, but there's also some nitpick slash issues I have with some of the contents of this film and how it was constructed. But I would say Black Adam is a pretty decent time and if you don't care about some of the more specific nuances of superhero adaptations you'll probably have a much better time with this but yeah we're just gonna get straight into this one so as per usual we'll talk about the story characters presentation and the overall conclusion so without further ado ladies and gentlemen let's jump in all right so the plot of this film can be summed up as the following Nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. And that is a way for me to summarize this plot without going into the area spoilers. Now I thought the plot was pretty good, fairly straightforward, kind of standard fare for a superhero film. Obviously you can't expect too much in the way of variation these days because there's only so many like differences you can do but this film definitely had its own unique elements when it came to its lore and the way in which it presented its story and of a couple of occasions it actually caught me out but there are certain elements that held it back from being better for me now one of the things i liked again was the backstory of black adam finding out how he came to be how he got his abilities why he is how he is you know was it personality wise and um to see the world in its like you know before times 
you know, where he came from and to see some of the uh, lore and mystical elements come into play. That was pretty cool. I have always appreciated in the DC universe the more fantastical elements that they're able to bring into their uh, characters and mythology. And um, just being able to see that in live action is pretty interesting because a lot of it I've seen in animation and various different TV shows and like animated movies, but to see it in live action was pretty cool. And I did enjoy seeing the Justice Society, you know, depicted in live action because obviously you've had Justice League and while that's not exactly the version of the characters I would have liked, certain elements of those characters felt okay. I was surprised with the way in which this team was sort of formulated. It did feel a little haphazard, but considering the nature of the plot and how they came to be, it kind of worked. I just like how these characters felt like a natural extension of the DC universe and the fact that now seeing them in play along with certain characters that we've seen before just makes the universe feel a little bigger, a little bit more wider. It's kind of like... I don't want to bring this comparison up, but it's sort of like what happened with Suicide Squad, you know, the first one uh, from David Ayer. Even though that film was trash and has many problems, at the time, since it was the first film following Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman, and you got to see a bunch of these other characters interacting within the same world, and you also had Batman interacting with some of these new characters as well, it made the universe feel cohesive, like it was expanding, essentially. And I feel like this film is doing that for uh, the current area of the DC Universe. Seeing some of these characters interact and, you know, do their thing, it's just like, ooh, okay, more heroes. We see that there is just more to this universe, which is always nice. When it comes to the humor, I think it was a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, some of the humor worked, and I think now it's just down to the delivery of the actors. Some of it did not work, and that was also down to the delivery of the actors. Some of it just felt a little cheesy, uh some of it felt a little forced and it's that kind of humor where you're just like i know what you're trying to do but it really really sucks however there are some moments of unintentional humor where characters are in situations or like die in comedically extreme ways which is just bloody beautiful and some of it i'm not sure i'm supposed to laugh at but bloody hell the way in which like black adam goes about and dispatches some of these guys in the most over-the-top way it was beautifully choreographed on a few occasions but we'll get to that in the uh the presentation side of things i think one of the major issues i have with the film is that there are certain moments where towards the middle slash latter half of the movie characters are going through uh, certain you know developments or progression and i felt like some people just jump from point a to point b there wasn't like a natural progression for them getting to thinking about something one way and then changing their mind it's just like rather than having a sort of gradual progression to get from point a to point b it's just you sort of snap there or it felt like the film was heading towards a dramatic or emotional moment but i felt like it wasn't earned like there was some missing time in between where we could have had that progression so that when it got to these points where they want to elicit an emotional response it would have felt natural you know that and i guess the villain was just kind of weak if you're paying attention you can sort of see where he's coming from a mile away and while the way he's introduced is kind of interesting the way in which he sort of comes about towards the end of the film definitely felt rushed there was definitely elements of the uh of 
the villain and certain aspects of the plot that just felt a little rushed towards the end. But just as an overall film, by the time it was done, I felt positive about the overall experience. And especially after that mid credit scene, I am very interested to see where the DC Universe goes now. Alright, now it's time to talk about the characters. And I would say for the most part, everybody did a decent job. Though some people definitely stand out more so than others. So let's start out with the titular character, Black Adam, played by Dwayne Johnson. Now, I thought he was pretty good. Dwayne Johnson has always had a great sense of charisma and screen presence. He can be funny, but he can also be very serious and intimidating. And since the time he showed up on the Fast and Furious films and proved that he had that sort of charisma, but also sort of leading power in a action film, I've been curious to see what he'd do with this. And I liked how he played the character. It was very straightforward, very stern, quiet. But when he had moments to, you know, make humorous lines, but in a way that, you know, was it. He had just very good delivery of it. He had a very dry sense of humor. And seeing the character's progression, seeing from where he was at point A to point B towards the end of the movie, it felt natural. I would have liked a little bit more screen time to see him you know, sit and stew on certain things a little bit more before we got to, you know, the final portion of the film. But Johnson was good. He was very solid in the role. He sold the, you know, as I'm a douchebag kind of guy and I'm just going to take out anyone who gets in my way kind of vibe. He was solid. I can't say much more than that. Aldous Hodge, I like him as an actor a lot. I have been enjoying him as an actor for a while now. You know, was it Straight Outta Compton? He was pretty good in The Invisible Man. I even saw him in that animated uh, Green Lantern movie. I didn't even know that was his voice until I looked him up on Wikipedia recently. I was like, oh, Crumb's okay. He was good in Hidden Figures. He's He was uh, in another film that I saw him in many, many years ago, but I can't remember what the name of it is. But yeah, he's been coming up and getting way more work. So I was curious to see what he'd look like, uh, you know, is it doing the whole Hawkman thing? And I thought he was good in the role. I wish there had been a little bit more done with him in a slightly more serious kind of way. He was good. I just wasn't like, you know, was it over the moon about like his character. But Hodge did a good job. And then you have Atom Smasher and Cyclone, who I'm just going to bunch together, who were played by Noah Centellino and Quintessa Sindel, Swindell, sorry. They were perfectly fine in their roles. I liked them as characters, but there really wasn't much to them besides them being the younger two of the team. And obviously they have their own unique powers, but they rarely get the same kind of screen time and development that a bunch of the other characters in the film got. So in the end, while I liked them, they were just kind of there. So yeah, nothing against the actors. It's just that the characters felt a little, um, you know, shortchanged. And then you just have the other human characters who I really just didn't care about, to be honest. I found them very annoying. And while they obviously serve a purpose to try and guide Black Adam in the direction of being a hero and a liberator for their land, at the same time, they range from being serviceable to very annoying. Sarah Shahai as Adriana, fine. She served her purpose. Mo Amir, he had moments as Kareem, but mostly just very annoying and kind of silly. And then you have Mo Amir as Kareem. He was fine. He had some comedic moments that landed, but other moments I felt was kind of forced. 
And then you have Bodie, whose last name I'm not even going to attempt, but he played Amon. He was the teenage son who, you know, basically befriended Black Adam. And there was a sort of vibe that I was trying to get from the movie that reminded me of Terminator 2, just with the John Connor and like Terminator relationship there, but just not as well defined. And this guy was just very annoying, getting into situations where he really should have just stayed back and not got into the uh, the line of fire, essentially. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really think much of them. But then you have Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Good Lord, I think he might have been my favorite character. I knew since the time the trailers came around, they're like, Dr. Fate's going to be in here and he's going to be played by one of the former Bonds. Nice but I didn't expect him to captivate me as much as he did. He was very cool, very mysterious and interesting, and the way in which they depict his abilities, the way he's able to think about life, the current course of things and things to come, and his interactions with Hawkman was pretty good, but also his interaction with other characters as well was interesting. He has this, uh, you know, is it very calm and collected demeanor about him but he's able to bust out some jokes here and there that feel well placed and his contribution to the story was pretty noteworthy in the best kind of way and Brosnan he's just so cool he's aging like fine wine and it's just nice to see him in a popular like you know is it bit of media and being able to add like you know is that just that calm cool charisma that he's always been able to exude over his career so yeah man he might be the MVP of the movie. Alright, now it's time to talk about the presentation, and honestly, it's a bit of a mixed bag. On the visual side of things, I think the film was solid. There was some really nice action choreography for seeing Black Adam just dispatch humans left, right, and center. He is throwing people, electrocuting them, punching them, crashing through walls, or throwing people through walls. You really get to see the full range of this dude's abilities, whether it's in like real time or in slow motion and the way in which he just wrecks shop and some of the choreography on the way in which he messes some of these guys up is fantastic, is really fun. But at the same time, they've run into the same issue that I've had with some of the DC films I've seen before, with the way in which they try to depict characters who move really quickly. And sometimes it just looks really odd. You know, that sort of zipping from point A to point B with like little uh, smoke trails or something to uh, illustrate that depiction of speed. Sometimes it looks decent and other times it just looks off. And the problem is you're trying to pick something that doesn't exist in the real world. So you're trying to sell us on it. But some of those animations they chose to do in like uh, CGI looks really weird. And some of the moments where Black Adam is picking up people and throwing them around and, you know, just flying, some of those physics look a little wonky. And there's certain moments towards the end where you're seeing some of the more extreme fight sequences where there's a lot of effects and lightning and fire and all this sort of crazy nonsense. And a lot of it just gets very visually noisy where it feels excessive and I'm like, why is there so much crap on the screen right now? Is there no way you could have done this that looked a little cleaner? And then the main culprit that I still dislike in modern uh, action films is the use of slow motion. 
there are some moments that feel very excessive whether it's certain sequences that are done in slow motion for a while one that reminds me of days of future past and of the first sonic movie from 2020 that one was okay but it felt like it went on a bit too long for my liking but then there's also moments where this same thing happened in morbius earlier on this year yes i'm going to make that comparison where in between certain action sequences that you're watching in real time the camera will just slow down and focus on the character real uh, real slowly for a second as they're winding up to punch somebody or are like you know doing some sort of attack thing and there'll just be this slow motion bit for a second just to emphasize oh look how cool this is but i'm like no this is distracting what is the point of this just to highlight your fancy special effects for like a few extra seconds this is not 300 this is not 2007 this sort of use of slow motion is so pointless get it out of here but beyond that visual effects the action choreography pretty decent but then there's the film score and it's done by lorne balfe and funny thing about Lorne Balfe is that as a composer he's done some interesting stuff in the past I think his last great score was for the most recent Mission Impossible film which was Fallout I thought that was great but with this I don't know what it is but it just felt wrong to me this film score feels a little traditional but also has some of those more thunderous elements that you expect from Hans Zimmer but it also had I don't know what to describe it as maybe a bit of a rap slash trap beat that was in interspersed with the score but it just didn't sound very cool to me and the problem is black adam didn't really have a theme that stood out so he doesn't really have a theme song where you can say okay that's his theme song within this film score the overall score was just okay nothing super memorable and it was a bit of a disappointment when i saw his name in the credits i'm like I can sort of hear it, but it's not to the standard that I think, you know, he can do. Alright, so that comes to the conclusion. What did we think of Black Adam? We, I mean me. <laughs> I thought it was pretty decent. Better than I expected. Not something that's going to change my life, but something that was solid and inoffensive. I don't feel too strongly about the film, but at the same time, I didn't hate it like some critics did. But I also don't think it's like this uh, next masterpiece for the DC universe like some people are making out to be online. Now granted, some of the critics were definitely a little too harsh on this film. But some people thinking this film is, you know, was it the new gold standard? Uh, you know, they need to chill out a little bit. There's definitely room for improvement. And where this film ends again, definitely sets up some interesting ideas for future projects in the in this world in this version of the dc universe essentially i quite liked dwayne johnson as black adam i quite liked pierce brosnan as dr fate some of the plot stuff was cool the mythology was interesting and some of the action sequences was well choreographed and pretty funny but sometimes that humor didn't work uh, the use of music tracks in there was kind of annoying especially on a couple of occasions where they play some of the film score and I'm like that sounds like a song but no that must be a coincidence and next thing you know a few minutes later the actual song kicks in I'm like ah oh, you're trying to be sneaky I saw through that BS but yeah um film score was a bit weak some of the characters just amounted to nothing the villain was very forgettable uh and yeah certain elements just felt a little rushed but I would say if you're not like super into your 
comic book stuff, you'll probably have a way more in uh, you know enjoyable time. Because if you're just there to watch like you know superhero stuff and you're not bored of the genre, then yeah, the the crowd I was with yesterday seemed to enjoy it a fair amount. So yeah, I would say for the masses, this should be a good time. So now I turn it to you, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think of Black Adam? Do you like it? Dislike it? Or are you somewhere in between? Are you excited for the future of the DC Universe? Let me know in the comment section below or hit me up on Twitter where I'm at Hypersonic55 or at FilmFocus55. Check out the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify and other places where podcasts can be found. And until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Hypersonic55 signing out. <laughs>